brain might just help you learn something in more ways than one. Welcome to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Dr. Bell is a licensed marriage and family therapist. He'll be your guide on this crazy exploration designed to bring life back into our existence. Can you become the element of change in an ever-changing world? Possibly, but you've got to listen on to find out. Now, here is the host of Absurd Psychology, Dr. Gary Bell. Welcome, everybody. All right, today, we're, you know, what we're talking about is cancel culture. And I got to tell you, just about every week, we see the same thing. Someone takes a jittery smartphone video of some person, usually a white person, caught in the act of doing something that's labeled racist, and then an army of online commentators mobilize, then the video goes viral, the person in the video is publicly shamed, often losing a job or being ostracized by the community, and their name becomes a hashtag for hate. That's kind of way things go these days, and it's, it's really sad. You know, during the COVID-19 pandemic, no other social phenomenon has been widely written about, discussed, argued over as this horrible monster called cancer culture. What's interesting is, you know, if you look at cancer culture and its context, it is illegal. It has no legal bearing whatsoever, but it can destroy people's lives just because of the crap that comes out of people's mouth because they oftentimes will ignore the context of how things happen and just look at the words that may be poorly used. You know, oftentimes we don't edit all of our words. Some people have harsher state of uh, point of view, especially if they're emotional, and say things that they don't mean. By the way, any decision you make when you're emotional is never going to be a good one. And so, you know, we need to understand that kids are taught that they can be forgiven, but as adults, all of a sudden, we can't be forgiven. We are judged harshly, even if we apologize, even if we ask for forgiveness, even if we make up for what we have done by 99% of the time doing the right thing, we're all flawed, yet we are judging each other. You know, this is, this is what's interesting. It reminds me just of the very time when Jesus came around, when John the Baptist was there, when Paul did his thing, when Peter did his thing. And now we look today and we get people like Dr. Zeus, Ellen DeGeneres, Andrew Cuomo, which deserved it, Gavin Newsom, which deserves it, uh, anyone the media decides, uh, like the the police, a person that voted uh, Republican in the last election, any Republicans whatsoever, all these people are being asked to be uh, volitionally uh, canceled, just canceled. And, and it's, it's an individual's violation of, of, of an act of publicly rejecting and actively pursuing to harm someone against a perceived transgressor. And there are two parties in every canceling episode, the person who cancels and the entity, the person, the group, the corporation, the organization that is canceled. And canceling also requires the canceler to engage in three psychological processes. Well, what are those? Well, to identify or become aware of a transgression and judge it to be significant, to experience strong negative emotions, to act punitively and visibly to harm what is perceived to be the transgressor. And so canceling begins with a real and a perceived 
transgression, perceived meaning that's an individual's truth. But us being herd mentality these days, because we have no rights, we live in a dictatorship, our world is being dictated to us, um, we're basically losing our individuality by day, and by being canceled, that entity that the canceller observes or is made aware and, and deems to be a serious transgression, the transgression can be about anything, such as a violation of strongly held political values or social justice or uh, transphobia or saying something racist to a stranger that, you know, the canceller deems to be significant. A strongly held value in a different domain, like an animal uh, welfare that qualifies for a transgression, like serving lion meat or swan meat in a restaurant. You know, the canceller experiences a lot of negative emotions like outrage, disgust, fear, and anger. And you know what? We don't do well when we are reacting. We don't do well. We're not logical. We're not thinking clearly. And then making decisions in that state of mind, well, as a herd, that's what people do. They pick up on an emotion and they feed on it like a bunch of sharks uh, on blood. And so basically... They get that strong uh, emotional reaction, and they don't give them time themselves time to actually respond, meaning that we do something logical, considering the human being that we're we're dealing with. You know, I'm not saying all people are good, but the deal is when we have people being canceled over non-legal issues, I, I think that's a horrible thing because we're not allowing people to make choices for themselves. You know, they, they, they go through all this punitive crap, uh, the, the, the social visible actions of varying degrees where people can be judged, and then the person gets fired, they're shamed, they're ruined, their reputation, um, uh, they're threatening them. Uh, anyone who can, anybody can be canceled. Just look at like people like J.K. Rowling or Roseanne Barr or you know uh, uh, Dominique Moran or or Goya Foods or or Kindness Yoga. All been recent targets and of canceling. You know it's just amazing. You know and canceling is similar to some respects of ghosting and boycotting. Uh, two other types of rejections, like ghosting, you know, the canceler desires to break their ties with the canceled entity, but unlike ghosting, the canceler also actively seeks to punish and harm them. So ghosting is private and passive rejection, whereas canceling is 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 vigorous, public, retaliatory rejection. And boycotting usually applies to businesses, and it, it, it is about to, the withdrawal of financial support, such as making purchases. Canceling is also uh, broader, often targets people, you know, individuals, usually a variety of punitive actions. Look what happened to Trump. You know, uh, both boycotting and canceling are meant to punish the perceived transgressor. However, canceling goes a whole lot further, stemming from stronger emotional reactions. And so the core characteristic of canceling is that to many people, but not all, the canceler's punitive actions appear disproportionate to the magnitude of the transgression. You know, when canceling someone, the canceler bypasses the legal process completely. There is no complaint, no, no trial, no prosecution, no conviction, no presumption of innocence until proven guilty. The canceler's judgment that the transgressor is at fault is sufficient to trigger punitive action. 
which is really interesting. You know, an individual act of canceling is a psychological rejection, and that's heavy. And when it is communicated through social media and joined in by other people who feel the same way or looking for an outrage fix, somebody they can focus on so they can hate, hate, hate instead of hate themselves, they'd rather project on people that appear to be horrible people. And so it, it, it's, it, it's done to businesses. It, it's done in, you know, it, it, it targets people and it, it's got a whole lot of uh the sense of uh, bypassing this process. And so, you know, if, if, if you're going to cancel someone, you want to spread it um, like a contagion, amplifying the harm to the canceled person. And it becomes social canceling instead of one person. And now a group seeks to punitively punish against the canceled entity. Uh, the reach and the speed that especially through social media that we're looking at nowadays is the fuel and social this social rejection is uh, to what culture believes is an essential thing and psychologically speaking uh, cancel culture should really be called social canceling because that is what it is and with this background we can definitely understand social canceling which is is the collective public rejection of a person, a group, an organization, a corporation for a perceived transgression that spreads through social media and is marked by strong negative emotional reactions and the pursuit of visible punitive actions of punishment bypassing any legal process, any sense of context whatsoever. And so what we thought was a safe society is now not a safe society because our society has decided that they are bigger than the law itself. And having a constitution is not nearly important as what people think is right. And sadly, this is what's led to the destruction of so many countries in this world. So many cultures in this world have gone through horrible, horrible trans, uh, you know, transitions for other for people in general and we're leading ourselves to a very toxic poisoned water and this water we're going to drink is going to take us down if we don't really come to grips with this movement you know so socially cancer is is not based on a balanced assessment or an absolute criterion of wrongdoing it has no sense of forgiveness. It has no sense of faith. It has no sense of God. It has no sense of the better part of us as human being. It has no grace to it. It has no understanding to it. It is just a herd of angry people doing stupid judgments and then reinforcing their judgments because that's what they want to believe, only looking at what they can find to make themselves reinforce their perspective and their points of view. And it's sad. Not every attempt to socially cancel someone is successful. However, we can become aware of these attempts to cancel that go viral and they're reported by the mainstream media, which fuels it. This mainstream media loves to destroy people's lives, including our country in the United States. You know, our media wants to flex its power, no matter if it tells the truth or not, no matter what. And people like a herd of sheep will listen to them and actually believe them. And it's sad. And once again, they can reinforce their perspective in any way, shape, form, or fashion 
They can always find a voice for their opinion. It's easy to do that amongst billions and billions of people and millions and millions of people that live in the United States. Of course, you can find somebody to lie or reinforce a perspective that may not have truth to it. So what is this? There's a canceler. They're either political or social. They perceive through their own truth a transgression. They develop a negative emotional reaction, and then they take punitive actions. So they go by moral outrage, disgust, anger, fear, all very powerful emotions that anyone can identify with. And then they insult and they shame and they try to get the person fired and they harm their reputation. They threaten bodily harm. You know, they share it all on social media and and then they spread it by finding like-minded other people who support the harm. Or it doesn't spread widely and it poops out and then there's no harm. You know, there's no legal due process. There's no formal grievance procedure. It's just a canceled enmity of a person. And people now are getting fired just by what other people are gossiping about at the office. You know, it's been a good year for canceling, I guess. You know, the, the couple of years, the pandemic, which crushed all our plans, our hopes, our dreams along the way, which causes an enormous amount of rage and anger. And of course, people want to find a way to target that anger. Of course, they want to find people that they can they can they can separate and then target that energy at. You know, cancel culture, which sees people and brands, uh, you know, due to commitments or actions or stances that take to some perceived wrong, is nothing new. You know, fundamentally, cancel culture is about shame and explains a, a, a you know psychological perspective that shame emerges in response to the feeling that we have done something wrong against some agreed social rule that we may or may not have understood and so we lose our status within our group within our socialized and then we're ostracized and, and, and then there's risk throughout human history while we're always rightly called attention to injustices but social media has given rise to the idea that whatever's written is the truth, and it's formed a mob justice, which happened in France, by the way, during the revolution, and that ended up biting itself in the butt over time, and it destroyed itself. And so, you know, if we look at this, it's going to come around. It's going to come around, and people do not want to look at human history these days in an honest way. And so, fortunately, some of these dumb people who go into cancel culture and love the cancel culture are going to live in that, and then they're going to get bit themselves. And that is what they don't realize, that by doing hateful things, people will do hateful things to you once they Get their voice back. You know, it's sad, but this is how things go in our life. You know, cancel culture denies the canceled person to the most basic human opportunities. Number one, to apologize, even for how you've been perceived, to apologize for the perception and to be forgiven and absolved. We don't do this anymore because the road to redemption is blocked by this mob. You know, a quick apology is viewed as insincere, a slow one is being issued under duress, and and the matter can still be resurrected days, weeks, even years after it happens. People are actually doing enormous amounts of research on people just to find all the bones in the closet. And God forbid 
all of us have bones. All of us have bad things that we've done. All of us have sinned. All of us have done things that we regret. You know, children actually learn through mistakes. You know, no matter the severity of their mistakes, we teach them to admit the wrongdoings, to apologize, to demonstrate remorse, to make amends, to learn and to grow. But cancel culture denies adults the same opportunity, disregards of our imperfect nature, dis disregarding the fact that we may not have the knowledge or the, the insight to understand how we're coming across. And it stymies everyone's potential for growth because we have to be filtered through one day at a time anything that we say or do, especially if it comes from an emotional context. You know, in terms of benefits to canceling, there are a few. As with, uh, you know, if you look at ancient history, the form of shame can potentially keep our behavior in check. Uh, look at Socrates. Socrates was shamed and then eventually had to kill himself. You know, and it grows, it gives a voice to people who may otherwise be powerless, creating tangible consequences for those who more have more power, such as, uh, you know, people with a lot of money or people with brands. And now these people that have all this anger suddenly use that voice to do great dan uh, damage, no matter who it affects, no matter how it affects, no matter what the long-term message ends up being. You know, public shaming can make persons less likely to repeat a behavior, and consumer opinion can lead to significant and positive shifts in a company. But, you know, the majority of canceled victims are not powerful people or brands. You know, uh, uh, there's, there's a lot of vulnerable people, you know, one to ten. Let's say if it's a celebrity that's been shut down, there's probably ten more people behind them after that. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to continue talking about cancel culture, but we're also going to talk about what's being canceled and how that affects us. So come back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Dr. Gary Bell is available for speaking engagements as well as teaching at your seminar or workshop and life coaching via telephone Skype or in person in the Seattle area. Dr. Bell brings his no-nonsense, straight-from-the-hip discussions each week on the show, but it doesn't stop there. Learn about motivation and psychology, one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856. Listen for Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. Her show topics cover creating lasting transformation in challenging environments and how creating change can have an impact on the success of individuals from a mind, body, and spirit perspective. It's going to be inspiring and uplifting each week. So tune in on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and also listen on the Voice America Business and Influencers channels. Transformation takes one step at a time. It's time. It's time to serve, learn, change the world. 
Tune in each week for the power of young people to change the world. Hosted by NYLC's CEO, Amy Muirs. The program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them. We make connections with others through stories of change, partnership, and new perspectives of issues facing the world today. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. You know, looking at, um, we're talking about cancel culture. And, you know, cancel culture has even triggered events like Afghanistan. I mean, look at what how people are being tortured, killed, women being beaten and killed, children being beaten and killed. People who helped our country over the last 20 years stabilize their economy are being killed. People from our country actually being held hostage in a country without able to, the ability to escape or even have a voice. And it's amazing to me that here the people in our country who believe in cancel culture will hand over, literally hand over, an entire country to terrorism. And it's okay. Yet here, we will tear people down for the smallest of things or the most unproven things and the most judgmental things because people are miserable and they love company and they want everybody to feel their misery. You know, the collective bullying and cancellation of individuals for relatively minor one-off events or comments without the possibility of reform outweighs the harm caused by the actual event or the comment. You know, should someone lose their reputation or their job or their ability to provide for their family, their entire livelihood, their entire reputation because one tweet or one little thing that they say, do they deserve to have their lives torn apart, their homes targeted, their children targeted, the death threats, the flooding of their inboxes? You know, it's rare that Obama and, and Trump agree on anything, but both have spoken out against cancel culture. You know, com Trump compared it to totalitarianism, which is exactly what it is. And, and also Obama observed the world is messy. There's ambiguities. People who do really do good stuff have flaws. People who are fighting may love their kids and share certain things with you. You know, good mental health depends on flexibility, compassion, understanding. It relies on apologies, forgiveness. And like any penal system, sees mistakes as opportunities, not for punishment, but for reform. And when it comes to canceling, don't give in to online peer pressure. Do your own research. Allow people to be sorry. We've all said and done stupid things that we regret. We've all made mistakes, and we all deserve second chances, even on the Internet. 
You know, if you've been canceled, here's some health advice. Get off of social media. It's utterly overwhelming to be confronted with tens of hundreds of thousands of people giving you their opinion of you or your behavior. It is too much for us to process. Turn your phone off. Uninstall the apps, at least for a while. Give your phone to someone else to screen for you. You know, try to hold on to who you are yourself, to be that person. Those who are canceling you are likely to be telling you what kind of person you are based on an event. But each of us is more complex in a single incident. So connect with people who truly know you. And that audience would probably be much, much smaller than the one that's accusing. And then you want to reconnect with the world because it's easy to forget in the midst of social media storms, there is an entire planet out there where no one knows or cares about what you might have done. And so spending time in the real world, particularly in nature, can help shift your perspective and remind you of that. Even if it feels like it, the whole world isn't out to get you. And maybe this is the time which you actually reach out for God. Maybe this is a time where you can actually have a relationship with God and even give your life over to God. Because in your weakness is where you find your strength. It is not about what happens to you in this life. It's about how you choose to respond that's important. And remember that canceling is not actually about morality. It's about power. It's about dominance. It's not an attempt, just like children, all children want power. Well, these little children in cancel culture, which have teeny little brains, have decided that their brains and their judgment and their stupidity is much more important and their emotional validity is more important than any other human being out there. And they want to build an audience of people just like them. Very sad. And it's a tend to control you as a person. The people doing the canceling do not have the moral high ground. Uh, you know, look at them. They're canceling Dr. Seuss, for God's sake. You know, they're, 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 what is this? Um, they're, you know, they're canceling Dumbo, the aristocrats. Even in the sequel to Space Jam, they took out Pepe Le Pew. You know, <laughs> it's just amazing. But there is no humor. There is no sense of grace out there. Uh, there are with normal people, but people that jump on cancel culture, it's a cult. It's a cult of people who love to destroy other people's lives. They feel like they want to change. They want to, to identify every potential perceived uh, 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 sense of, of being prejudiced. And what we're doing is just dividing ourselves. And what we're doing is allowing people to be monsters. And it's okay. It's okay. You know, we need to have some sense of balance. It's okay to be canceling bad people. I understand there are bad people in this world, but let the legal system take care of that. Not you. Not you as a mob. Look what happened. Now you're all upset because these people on January 6th went to, the, the, to, to Congress. Okay, all of a sudden the mob, the cancel culture that's sitting in Congress wants to cancel the mob, even though they're the ones that have talked about us having mobs. Look at Maxine Waters against Black Lives Matter or against uh, police. You know, come on. It's crazy out here in this life. People are so contradictive and so bigoted, and yet they live and fall behind these stupid emotional things like cancel culture. You know, it is a phenomenon. 
You know, it brands, it shows people and movies and art to be prejudicial. You know, it's sad. You know, there's going to be prejudicial things. What got this country to be this country? And actually what brought people to this country was to get away from this kind of crap. Yet, here we are doing it to ourselves now. What is that about our human nature? It's pretty amazing. You know, social media trend has gained momentum. Uh, it, it, people jump from media to media to social media, different things, TikTok, whatever, Instagram, whatever. The Twitter, the Facebooks, they jump all over the place and then they form opinions and they form bands of people that reinforce. And then people have blogs and then they form their blogs and they form their opinions and they shape their opinions and they shape each other. And then they, they reinforce each other's truths without really understanding objectively what they're really doing. You know, there's all kinds of people. If you have an opinion, just like I do, there's a good chance I'll be on the radar for cancel culture just by speaking out. You know, uh, you know you're going to speak out against Peter Pan. You're going to speak out against Swiss Family Robinson, the aristocrat Dumbo. You know, uh, even though Disney's sat around and tried to, uh, you know, reinforce their perspective, you know, it's crazy. But that's what's happening. You know, I even did the did the jungle ride, jungle cruise, and guess what? They took out all the black people in it. All the all the the jungle people are gone. Now the enemies are people. No, excuse me, the animals, not the people. You know, uh, look at Pierce Morgan. He lost an air gig with the Good Morning America because he said that he thought Meghan's Markle, Meghan Markle's claims of suicidal ideation as a royal was. A bunch of poop you know it's simply an opinion it doesn't mean it's a truth we all have opinions some people communicate those opinions is it is it correct to do that maybe you know it makes people think and then maybe they have an opinion and maybe that's what socratic learning was all about is that we learn from each other we all have a different perspective we sit on the stairs like they did at the acropolis in, in greece and actually learn each other's perspective without trying to correct each other by simply stating our perceptions we can learn from each other we lose that in this culture we are forced to believe things that we often do not believe because the larger culture, the voice, the vocal culture, the mob that has a voice is out there shutting us down left and right, stealing our free speech. Our free will is at stake by embracing in this anger that so many people have festered and the Democrats have loved to make this, this uh, pandemic keep on going because the more you take rights away from people, the angrier they're going to get and the more they're going to not think, the more they're going to do herd mentality and the more confused they're going to be and the more they're going to lose their power because nobody is rational except for the what they perceive as they are the rational people and they are brainwashed. The haters, the people that run our government today, it's unbelievable, but they have re reinforced themselves. They will flat out lie, and they don't even care. Look at just Tony Blinken yesterday in Congress. Look at him testifying as if everything that happened in Afghanistan is just fine and was just everything was on schedule the way it should be. Unbelievable. You know, it, it's... it's uh, just 
hard to understand. You know, there's a, there's this uh, popular Twitter accounts like um, hashtag yes you're a racist or hashtag racist OTW. Now it's a pop culture racism watchdogs, and it's made their they've made it their civil duty to scrutinize the actions of any average person, any public figure, shedding light on previously un- overlooked or unknown incidences. You know, even uh, Jimmy Kimmel was looked at because he bore blackface and imitated Chris Rock, and all of a sudden, boom, culture cancel culture came out after him, and he pleaded his case and made all his, uh, you know, I'm going to agree with everybody else uh, thing instead of standing up for himself, which blackface is not cool. But, you know, people forgave him because he will bend to cancel culture and he will bend the knee and kiss their feet. You know, it, it's it, there's a whole bunch of people out there that face backlash after uh, perpetrating racial stereotypes you know, even Aunt Jemima's gone, uh, Uncle Ben's uh, rice is gone, Miss Butterworth's gone. You know, <laughs> it's it's just unbelievable. They, they even shows like there was a show that uh, somebody called Thug Kitchen, and, and now it's called Bad Manners. You know, uh, Eskimo pies and, and and stuff like that. Cream of wheat is <laughs> these are all being changed. Sports. Teams like the Washington Redskins are gone. Cleveland Indians, gone. You know, it, it, it comes apologies for actions that caused the cancellation in the first place. You know, you know, it, it's just amazing. You know, the most, uh, the, excuse me, Jimmy Fallon was the person I was talking about, not, not Jimmy Kimmel. Um, but, the, the, you know, there's just a lot of people out there that they have a lot of trouble with. The people will just target and target and target and target and not forgive. And what are we teaching our children? To be hateful? And now, uh, you know, as Americans, we realize the racist history of the U.S. Yes, we've had a racist history. We've had a civil war. We've had revolution. We've had slavery. We've had all kinds of horrible people that have fallen behind prejudice. But we've evolved. We've evolved. And guess what? People had slaves. They had white slaves in Europe. They had all kinds of people that were slaves before. The Jews were slaves before. People in the Arab countries were slaves before. Yes, the the African American was not the only slave. There's been slavery ever since the beginning of mankind. You know, now holidays, monuments, traditions have come under fire. It used to be that history was meant to be taught so we could evolve, so that we could learn from ourselves. However, now we're just going to erase it and never evolve as people to understand where we came from and how we've grown and how we've changed and why we've changed. You know, it's amazing. But, you know, Columbus Day, canceled. You know, guy that discovered America, now it's Indigenous Peoples Day. You know, the genocide of the native people, I understand that. That should be important to us. It's always been important in American history to learn what happened to the Indians, to the indigenous people in this country who were gravely mistreated. We need to learn from that. We don't need to turn our heads away from that. You know, not everybody is thrilled about change. Those who are adamant about tradition and keeping ugly parts of our history, see, uh, things like taking a, a, a Washington statue down or taking down Abraham Lincoln or whoever you wish to call the next target, Thomas Jefferson, you know, all these people who built our country, yes, they were flawed, 
All of us are flawed. All of us are stupid. You know, our science, our science even will evolve beyond us. The people who think our science is perfect, even when it creates a result, they think that is it. That's the answer. No. Years later, people evolve the science and they find that it wasn't exactly all there, that there's more to it. And they add on to that science or they change it and innovate it. But at the, at the moment that the science happens, people think that's the end all be all. It's just like medicine. Medicine evolves over time. Yeah, we get a uh, COVID uh, vaccine, but we may find that the vaccine is not completely uh, good for us. And over time, it will be innovated and evolved, and eventually it will be something completely different than it is today. That's science, and that's life. We evolve. That's why we cannot afford a cancel culture, because we are canceling our knowledge and ability and understanding to evolve, which is how we as people grow and respond to our lives. If we want to freeze ourselves, then we cancel anybody we appear that's flawed. And now what do we become? Robots? Do we all become people all of the same mind? Do we become brainwashed without the reality of the world? Or do we just live in our little dictated reality that other people give us? You know, it's sad. And even our school systems are being sub subjected to this. People just don't realize what they're doing to themselves. You know, the, the, the uh, political uh, discourse is problematic because you really can't have a high-functioning democracy without people being willing to engage in debate. Debate. Debate means you're willing to hear each other. You're willing to hear somebody you don't agree with. Because there may be some truth in what they say, and there may be a way for you to learn from each other and find a compromise to get to a better place. You know, there's a difference between canceling a behavior that is collectively agreed to as bad, or there's using hearsay and using a person's opinion and in a person's snap judgment to reinforce a perspective and create hatred and then destroy a person's life without the evidence. And that today is what we have all have a fear of, that there is no net underneath us to make mistakes. We all have to now be politicians, which are actually the great liars of our time. So let's come back. Let's wrap up on this on cancel culture. So come back. your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Dr. Gary Bell is available for speaking engagements as well as teaching at your seminar or workshop and life coaching via telephone Skype or in person in the Seattle area. Dr. Bell brings his no-nonsense, straight-from-the-hip discussions each week on the show, but it doesn't stop there. Learn about motivation and psychology, one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856. Unravel the mysteries of metaphysics every week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join host Barb Crowley as she and her insightful guest share what's been learned behind the veil, going just beyond our five senses. Now you can see things with an entirely different point of view. 
Tune in for Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil, broadcasting live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Use it to explore your advantage and deeper understanding. What's the difference between leaders who achieve exceptional results with ease and those who struggle to keep up? Tune in for Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. You'll discover the simple practices that are making the biggest difference to a leader's success today. You'll meet leaders who are bringing out the best in their teams. You'll gain practical strategies to lead yourself and others to high performance with ease. Leading on Purpose airs live Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. All right, we're talking about cancer culture. You know, for the most part of human history, shunning, excommunication, public humiliation have been used for social conformity, to get people to conform to society so everybody can feel better about themselves. You know, and, and, and calling out and canceling are the new terms that people use. And, 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 and these terms aren't certain, but they are used in very harsh and dramatic ways. You know, even uh, from a, a, a social perspective, people that don't fall into uh, social agreements like uh, Colin Kaepernick was, was a, a former NFL star, was attacked by Trump for kneeling at a football game, and as a result, intense pressure was exerted to have him fired and banned by the league, even though he created an entire movement of people who went against the flag. Now we have people actually rewriting uh, the, the national anthem uh, to their own uh, uh, preferences. And uh, what's who, are people really going to fall behind this? I don't know. Probably. The way people are, there's just a bunch of cattle, so they'll do whatever they think Everybody else will accept because they don't want to have any conflict in their life. You know, people who are conflict avoidant, which is probably the majority of our culture, have a tendency to lose their individuality because they will slip into what other people will socially accept and do that. And they, they're trained to do that through corporations who follow guidelines, which actually are very liberal, uh, high cancel culture guidelines, which actually force people into a barrel of behavioral at work which obviously rubs off when they come home. You know, there's, there's a lot of bad things and there's some good things maybe to all this. But, you know, cancel culture can be considered loaded language. A thought terminating click typically associated with authoritarian cults. This is how cults are formed. This is how cults are made. And we're turning people in this life into a huge, massively angry cult of 
cancel everybody who doesn't fit in. And the truth is, everybody is not going to fit in at some point. And it depends on the point when you don't fit in as to whether or not you're going to be canceled. You know, cancel culture has been considered acceptable by some people in some cases because it seemed to provide a way of marginalized individuals and groups to silence someone they deemed hurtful. And as a result, powerful individuals or groups that would otherwise evade responsibility for their destructive behaviors would be exposed to the facts in the face of consequences. And so Twitter and Facebook and all these Google and all these crazies that are uh, operating social media are now uh, the judge, jury of who will be on media and who will not be under the device that they're private corporations. Well, that's nice, but they need to have some government intervention so that these people can be regulated so they can serve all of our population rather than just the ones they determine in their own corporate offices as acceptable to the human race. You know, it's just amazing that I, I'm still amazed that even Dr. Zeus would be attracted. Green eggs and ham? Really? You're going to cancel green eggs and ham? Do you think kids are going to be taking away these prejudicial themes? Do you think kids that are being read these stories are going to even think in those terms? No. They're going to learn to not be prejudiced by the culture they live in, not necessarily by what they learn. I did not learn to be prejudiced from history. You learn to be prejudiced from your society. Thank God. I mean, I don't know if I'm prejudiced or not. God, I think we all are prejudiced in some way, but I certainly try not to be. I want to take every person where they're at and learn about their life and learn about who they are. And I hope all of us strive to do that. But we're human and we have emotions and emotions guide us into bad choices. Emotions mold us and emotions oftentimes make us want to believe that we're right, even if we know we're wrong. You know, there's there's uh, other high-profile instances like Bill Cosby or Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. Well, they deserved it. They deserved it. Um, they, they go down the legal system and found it themselves not to be right, not to be acceptable. You know, it was really confusing to me because a long time ago, I went to Michael Jackson's mansion, and it was during 9-11, and uh, we had a bunch of foster kids, and they rode rides and went to movies all on his property, rode the train around the property. Kids got to eat all the food they wanted. They got to watch movies. They got to play games, got to ride rides all for free, even provided lunch. But yet, here he is, uh, a, a very popular musician with very popular music, and people see him from the view of being a pedophile, which is probably what he was. Probably what he was. But the legal system didn't find that. But there's no easy answers. You know, do we take him as a good person? Do we take him as a bad person? We still listen to his music. He did a lot of great things in his life. But does that mean that he was not a pedophile? No, he might have been. But here we have, and yes, the legal system should stop that. There is not a good thing in being a pedophile. There's nothing good about it. He should be in jail. He should have been in jail. But the bottom line is, it didn't happen. And that's how life is. You know, fair is a place where they judge pigs. There is no such 
fair in this life. If we try to find fair, we're not going to always find it. Justice is not always in this lifetime. Justice is not always going to be in court. And cancel culture is very frustrated with that idea because they want there to always be justice, even if it's not in the court. They want there always to be fairness, but then they neglect the idea that we are flawed, we make mistakes, we're emotional, we make emotional choices, we say emotional things, and we do emotional things. And unfortunately, that leads us down a lot of bad paths. That's why the land of forgiveness is so important to us as human beings. Cancel culture is completely against that. It is toxic. And it, you know, and it involves criminal threats, like I'm going to shoot your family, things like that, about invasion of your privacy, about stalking, about you know, driving a person to suicide by the herd mentality coming after you, people defining you in ways that you don't even see yourself. You know, people might wish to believe it will be effectively positive for social change, but the nature of comments on social media seems to indicate otherwise. Nastiness, dismissive characterizations of opposing opinions, substitute for an actual dialogue. That's what the media doesn't have. They just have continuous reinforcement of their perspective. And anybody who doesn't agree with their perspective in any strong way cannot be a part of the dialogue. So what they do is they bring on people that may have a different point of view or a in, more intellectual point of view, but it has to align with what they find acceptable or can just stir the pot enough for them to get back to their own truth. And sadly, that's the world we live in, trying to validate our own perception as the truth. We are not God. We will never be God, and we cannot be God. However, we want to be God, and that's what cancel culture gives us, the power to be God. By finding our own church of people who believe in what we believe in and then utilizing that support to hurt people. That's how this goes. You know, commenting is instantly rewarding, and nasty, demeaning comments aimed at trolls or deplorables allow commenters to feel more morality and intellectually superior. So the act of canceling is self-sealing. It protects the commenter from considering their own nastiness and critiquing their own position and their own judgments. Instead, they want to project, 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 which, my friends, is called narcissism. It's called gaslighting. And that's what people do who are narcissists. They can't take accountability for what they do, so they have to make everybody else look worse than them. And yes, they want to turn everybody into a codependent on them. And that's what is in our culture today, is utter narcissism, utter borderline behavior, utter manipulation and gaslighting by our media, and it peripherates into our social media, and it peripherates into our own anger. And people are lazy. They don't want to do hard. They don't want to go beneath the surface. But hard is what makes life easier. Hard is what gives us enlightenment. If we don't do hard in this life, we don't have value in this life. And our spirit needs value. That's why we do hard things. That's why we go beneath the surface and get information that is more relevant and more in line with human nature and helps us evolve helps us have wisdom, helps us have integrity to do the right things, even when no one's looking. You know, the act of canceling is, is uh, over the past years, this climate 
has has combined with an unprecedented global pandemic crisis and has created an atmosphere of volatile uncertainty and anxiety because now our politicians are an absolute authority, just like a kingdom, just like kings. They're able to make their own opinion. Even our governors acting like all of our governors are acting like they're freaking rulers of us through anything in any form of power they can grab onto, which is done through the pandemic. Even our president is riding this epidemic all the way to the end, no matter what the cost is. Just ride, 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 because that gives them power. They can tell us how frustrated and angry they are with us and how how much patience they've had to have for us. When have we heard politicians talk to us like children like that? The people who vote for them, they don't need to talk to us as if we vote for them because we don't vote for them anymore. People are appointing them (coughs) through steering our elections, through brainwashing us in the media, and doing whatever it takes to make us all turn into a bunch of sheep. You know, freedom to believe, to think, to speak responsibly from our own experience is something to be of valued. To have a safe place, to have safety at home with our family, to have safety at work where we work, have enough food, access to education, health care, money to live, safety of police. You know, third world countries, they have to protect themselves. They don't invent ways to go to the moon. They don't cure cancer because they don't have time to do that. They have to survive. That's what our culture is moving back to. You know, do we have freedom to worship or not? Do we have the ability to understand what faith really means instead of fear? People are living in fear. You take their power away, they have to fear. They have to live in fear because they're dependent on our government, which is sad, but that's the way things are operating. And to survive as a democracy that supports human rights, we need to lower the temperature on our social discourse. And simply canceling someone because we disagree with their position does not, nothing is constructive about that. Engaging in respectful exchange of opinions while working towards the same goals is how we thrive and grow as a society. You know, the alternative, we leave others vulnerable to undue influence in a political arena of people who are bad actors and angry and stupid, who have only interest of themselves in mind, and they're the ones who are attempting to cancel America and create an authoritarian dictatorship, and we can't let that happen. By coming together for the common good, the Constitution, the rule of law, we can make a new and better country, and there's where we need to grow. That's where we need to go. You know, taking down a statue of George Washington, and, you know, that's crazy. But it was knocked down by seven people in Los Angeles. We have to think, you know, if we continue to cancel our history, cancel our points of view, cancel our free will, cancel our opinions, we will never, ever, ever learn from each other. And that's what we're here to do, is to hear each other and to learn from each other respectfully. That's our show. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. You know, I love hearing from you. And you can, I'm sure I will after this show. You can do that at our webpage at voiceamerica.com, the empowerment channel, Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Remember, cancel culture means our lives are only one moment away from utter ruin. Also, the most well-known person canceled was Jesus. And every time something is funny in a difficult situation, 
you win. Thanks for listening. That's our show for this week. Please join Dr. Gary Bell for another edition of Absurd Psychology next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now go impress your friends and family with what you've learned today and have them tune in next week so they can be almost as smart as you. 